3: this week on the show we review all 10 of the new liveries for the 2023 season and we speak to seven-time world champion lewis hamilton can't remember the last time i felt as excited to get in the car we also speak to george russell and mick schumacher welcome to the cut to the race podcast this is the show where we bring you incredible interviews race reviews and the latest f1 news i'm your host ollie and today it is the first show really of the season of the 2023 season and with me we have abby how are you abby
2: i'm very well thank you i'm happy to be back recording podcasts with you guys regularly so how are you ollie
3: I'm I'm alright, thank you for asking, but you've just got back from Dublin, so how are you feeling? Did you have a nice time?
2: I did, I had a lovely time. I'm a bit tired because we had a late flight last night, but um, I'm good because I enjoyed it and now I'm here with you three.
3: Good, well I'm drinking a Guinness just, you know, to keep the the Dublin vibe going. Um, We also have Sam, how are you Sam?
1: I'm good, thank you Ollie. I'm drinking a beer,
3: a water, I don't know why I'm showing you,
1: and also a coffee from my dinosaur mug. Your stomach's going to be a lovely place with all that mixed together, isn't it? I mean, that's a bit of an odd thing to say, but I'm sure it'll be (laughs) fine.
3: (laughs) And uh, we've also got uh, James McKenzie.
4: How are you today, James? I'm right, yeah. A bit cold and rushed through Paris to get here on my scooter, back from a horrible commentary where an African team were barely visible to me. Uh, So I'm very glad to be back on a more enjoyable way to spend an evening.
3: I, I yes, just love so the, Parisian. The, the vision of you on your scooter <laughs> nice going through day. Paris, going, I must get back for a cut to the race. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I right. figured out cut to the race in French, yeah. Come on, have, have a little think whilst we uh, whilst we tell you what's coming up. So uh, coming up today on the show, uh, we are going to discuss the liveries and the car launches. We're going to go through them, tell you what we thought of each one, which were our favourite, which ones were not. Um We're going to have a little chat with the Mercedes drivers, Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, and Nick Schumacher. But to kick off, we're going to talk about deliveries and car launches. So we're going to do these in order of the dates that they were launched. It just seems to make a bit more sense to me. So obviously, that means that we're starting with the Haas. Now, Haas has obviously taken a, a new approach to their livery. It's not completely white. It's it's pretty much reversed. I mean, Sam, Sam, I'm going to start with you. What do you think of the Haas VF23? I loved it at first. I still like it a lot.
1: But there's a few things that niggle at me. I think they've done the whole exposed carbon thing pretty well. It'll look fairly well integrated. I like the black. It reminds me of a kind of 90s Tyrrell. But I feel like James might also feel the same. It looks great from a side profile, but from the front, it looks like an entirely different car. It looks quite similar to last year's car. So from different angles, it's almost like it's two different cars on the grid. It's it's a bit odd in that sense. Um, So really, we're going to have to wait and see how it looks on track to give it a full
3: judgment. And James, what do you make of the house? I I know Sam said you seem to agree with him. Uh, What's your thoughts?
4: Yeah, no, very similar. And I also made that connection with the Tyrrell. Uh it's the it's the one that was sponsored by P A pa P A K. I can't remember. But I can picture Miki Salo in it. Is that the one you're thinking of? About what? Ninety Well the ninety eight one, the Pia one. P I A A. Yeah, maybe that maybe that was the one. Actually no, that was I feel no. like it was earlier. I feel like it was I think I might I have meshed two Tyrrells Anyway, yeah, you've missed yeah. two Tyrells together and I got have. six wheels. But they've kind of mushed two houses together. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, basically exactly what Sam said. To be honest, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, it, it,
3: I'm going to agree. Like from the front, I've just looked at it again. It does look like last year's car. That's quite. It's quite bizarre. Um, Abby, what's your what's your take on the new house?
2: Well, it didn't remind me of a Tyrrell, I can tell you that, but. I do you like know what it. a Tyrrell is, Abby? Yes, <laughs> I just I'm a bit younger than you guys, um, as we've covered before. But um, You weren't
1: even <laughs> You weren't even born when Tyrrell racing. No, yeah you are by the time you were born.
2: Exactly. Um no, I like it. I like the addition of the black. Like you guys said, it from the front, it does it does resemble last year's car, but I do like the fact that they have added more black this year. I like the combination with the red and the white. It's not my favourite, but I feel like it is an improvement of
4: 2022. Uh, I'll say that they've incorporated the Moneygram logo quite well. What could have been like quite a difficult, it could have come out looking pretty gaudy, I think. They've done okay with that. And
1: yeah, uh, I'll give them that. Either you, either the hive mind is already in full swing this episode, or <laughs> you're just reading my, my piece that I wrote on the liveries. <laughs> oh, and there's, there's a good chance that that's why that's in my brain. And I quote, but nevertheless, it looks great in my view. It does well to work in, in the logo of the new sponsor, MoneyGram, which could have been really gar- garish. One Gordy instead of garish. So.
3: Gordy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one thing I did notice was um, Palm Angels there at the bottom of the car. And because I'm such a hip, trendy, fashionable man, I had to Google what that was. Now, this is a fashion brand, right, where you can buy a T-shirt for the small sum of £199. Did you guys clock this on the car?
4: Ridiculous. It looks like a, like a tramp stamp tattoo, to be honest. <laughs> I'd say
3: that. I, I think Gunther Steiner would love that. <laughs> but I see what you mean. All right, that was the hat. Let's move on to the Red Bull. Now, this might be quite a quick conversation, but I do want to talk about the car launch. Um, in terms of what the car looked like, let's have I'm going to give one word around the table. Abby, I'm going to start with you. One word. What did you think of the Red Bull? Standard. <laughs> good, good answer, Sam. Same. <laughs>
4: oh, that was mine.
3: <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, uh, similar standard. It's the same. Same, same, but not different. (laughs) Yeah. So we were uh, presented on the 3rd of February with the same looking car from last year um, in New York. Now, I would just want to talk about the launch here because, oh my God, did it drag on. Did you guys watch it live? I did not.
2: I saw parts of it live. I know it took a very long time to actually... Get to the car launch I think they were speaking to other Red Bull athletes including like a, a fencer and a free a freestyle skier or something which is great because they're promoting the Red Bull brand but for F1 fans it's an F1 car launch and at the end of the day we just really want to see the livery which we know will be the same but it did take quite a while for it
1: yeah I mean they may as well just tweet saying oh yeah by the way we haven't changed anything yeah see you the first race save the money
4: it's so similar like it genuinely looked like they just took the covers off last year's car Uh, aside from rocket being added in the place of something i can't remember what used to be there but it's they could have moved the stickers about a bit and not to quote sam's article again but he said you know something a bit of gold for getting the championships or you know just do something
3: yeah. And, and it, it launching in New York, <laughs> again, we're, they're, they're, we've got nothing against the location of America. I love America. I was there the day before they launched it in New York, but there seemed to be no reason to have it in New York. There wasn't any, you know, I was walking around the day before, there wasn't any sort of Red Bull activity. It just, it, the whole thing seemed strange to me. And it took an hour to show the same car, which was particularly frustrating. <laughs> Let's move on to Williams, which was released on the 6th of February. And um, now this one was a little bit more popular. James, let's hear your take on the Williams for this year. I love it. It's in my top 3.
4: Uh I think you know I liked last year's a lot to start with and obviously it it got more and more carbon as the year went on as we all know, but they've incorporated the carbon the carbon into this one better and I I know it's like a bit more contentious, but I I love the the Duracell on the nose cone. At uh, the nose cone. On the airbox. I think it's brilliant. And also as someone who's about to or oh, in the process of decorating my living room, kind of dark blue and like bronzy copper, then like it's it's well in exactly in my area.
3: I thought you were going to say you're going to have some batteries in your living room, but okay, Sam. Well,
1: I'm sure you would in like a TV remote, but I thought you were going to say you, you, you're painting your your room like a battery. <laughs> like, I've just got Jerusalem bunnies everywhere, mate. I just I just love that guy. Um, I, I, James has said pretty much everything I said in my piece. It's for, the fourth best livery for me. Uh, but yeah, they because the exposed carbon trend has is from day 1 this year everyone knows they need to do it they've been able to integrate it much more um seamlessly than than they did last year because they were a team that were quite aggressive with that um weight saving ploy so yeah i think it looks great they've slightly refined um some of the kind of curves um of the paint job and the livery to make it follow the the bodywork better uh, at this point so yeah i think they've made an improvement on that
3: on what was already a really good livery yeah yeah it is nice abby any any other thoughts
2: not really like james the williams livery is in my top three and i really love the different shades of blue that they've got i feel like they've got more shades because the carbon's more subtly incorporated into it and like the guy said with the duracell battery that is a really clever way to incorporate that in onto the livery as well so it's a really nice looking car the williams for me
1: can we just quickly caveat though that And I know, Abby, you already already know, but a surprising number of people have been like, oh, it's really clever they've done that, as if it's brand new this year. They did do it last year as well, which I I thought was quite strange. I thought it was quite an obvious thing they did. I think they first did it in Miami. Um, But anyway, that's just me being
3: uh, a dick. <laughs> yeah, I've got to be honest Sam. I didn't notice them doing it last year, but maybe that's because they did it further on. Um I do like the golf on the rear wing. I think obviously that's a lovely touch. It does go with the rest of the car. Um but yes, the Williams a definite improvement from last year. I like it. It's something I it's, it's a it's a car I would have a picture of on my wall. It, it, it's that nice. Um but next on the list we have Alfa Romeo. Now this one this one is dividing um, people's in people's opinions. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I'm going to um, go out there and say, I absolutely love it. I think it looks mega. And what I'm going to do is hand it to Sam because I know that he has a contrasting opinion on this. I do.
1: I do. I really liked it on launch. Uh, well, okay, I liked it on launch. I went as far as saying it was very smart. So clearly it wasn't, you know, completely taken by it and I'm f- towing and throwing on it I'm flip-flopping some days I'm like no I'm definitely liking it less and less and then I'm uh, I take a look at it from a different angle and I think maybe I feel like it's a good livery but there are better liveries out there I think the white from last year worked better and also the steak, the font of the steak logo really bothers me I think it looks cheap and tacky and not very in keeping with the Alfa Romeo brand. Well, it very much clashes with
4: the Alpha font that is right next to it. Um, yeah, to the surprise of no one, I agree almost completely with Sam. Uh, I can't make up my mind on it. Some days I like it more than others. I Yeah, I think though it's, it's too similar to the Ferrari. They've lost a bit of their identity for me. I like... So deeper red with the white and a little bit, I, would, I could always take more green on the Alpha because there's not that much green. There's obviously Astin, That's a very specific green uh, on the grid. It's it's all right.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think they've, they've obviously gone to black partly because of the whole exposed carbon trend. And I just feel like if you're going to do it, do it. And it's like, it's kind of been half incorporated, but not completely incorporated. So yeah, I don't know, really
3: know how I feel about it. Going Maybe slightly going back on myself here. I've just thought about it now. Steak is a, it's a cas- online casino gambling, which I'm, I'm just to be open. I'm not a fan of these things, um, but red and black. Is, have, have they dictated those colours? Obviously, it fits in very nicely with the carbon fibre thing, but it's very h- half red, half black, which is a gambling thing, right? It's a, it's a
1: good point. I think, if anything, it's probably more Audis, say, uh, towards, I think it's grey and red that Audi always used to r- race with, with uh, in endurance racing. So I think it could be more of their sway than stakes. Um, but who knows? It's a, it's a perfectly valid... Uh,
3: Option or hypothesis. <laughs> and that's all it is. Um, Abby, what's your take on the Alpha Romeo?
2: When it was launched, I really didn't like it because I do prefer last year's car with the red and the white. But looking at it more, it's growing on me. I, but I still prefer last year's car. It With the black, it does kind of feel like it's just a block of red, a block of black, and a block of red. I feel like they haven't incorporated the black very well but it looks smart I rated it higher than I thought I would in my when I've ranked all the liveries but it's not my favorite I prefer the red and the white
1: is that because you like it on on merit or is it more that you particularly dislike some of the other ones that kind of then by you know kind of by default um, it kind of ends up higher up your list
2: Yeah it's because I dislike the other ones more I was doing and throwing between Alfa Romeo and another livery Alfa Romeo ended up being higher than that one which we will come to but yeah it's nice but it could be better
3: Okay. So, um, some split,
2: split opinions
3: on the, the Alfa Romeo. Uh, and I think we're going to have some split opinions on the Alfa Tauri. Now, to, to kick off, um, Sam's article on FormulaNerds.com, he's rated this the worst. And by when I say worst, he's put it in 10th. He's given it five out of 10. Um, Sam, I disagree with you. I, don't, I definitely don't think it's the worst. Um, it's, it's sort of similar to last year, but it just seems like they whacked a load of other stuff on it to sort of color it up a bit. This is the one that I'm I'm 50/50 on and I keep changing my mind. Some days I like it, some days I hate it. Uh, I do like the, bl- the the red and the blue, but then you've got orange thrown in at the front. It's it, it's I can see why it's dividing opinions. Um Abby, I'm going to throw it to you to kick off on on the Alpha Tauri.
2: I agree with Sam. I rated this as my worst, my least favorite because the orange on the end plates, first of all, to me doesn't really fit with the car. It's the only splash of orange on there, and it doesn't really go. You then have the blue and the black, and that kind of clashes because the blue is such a dark blue. It then clashes with the black black along the bottom. And compared to the others, for me, it just doesn't look as nice.
1: Yeah, it's exactly that. The exposed carbon clash with the blue. The orange, it doesn't bother me as much, but the all in red and it's a real really really particular type of red it's quite a light kind of nothingy red in my opinion um it i don't think it works with the with the Alpha navy either and Alfa Romeo had this issue last year where the all in red was slightly different to the Alfa Romeo red and it clashed and it didn't look good and that's my issue but i think the but the biggest thing the single biggest thing for me is that we know Alphatari can make lovely, lovely liveries, and this isn't. So it almost does more harm because of it. If we weren't, if we didn't have high expectations, I wouldn't be so upset. Yeah, I mean,
4: Alphatari is a fashion brand, and they've produced a horrible-looking car, in my opinion, <laughs> and in Sam's opinion, and in Abby's opinion. It's yeah, like the, that clash. I think what really makes it clash for me is the fact that it's, well, you say it's a nothingy red, Sam. For the first time tonight, we disagree slightly. It's like t- quite a vibrant, high visy kind of red to me. And that's what makes it clash so much with the kind of matte, dull, navy blue. Like they don't go together. One's too bright and
3: one's too subtle. But what about, right, and this this is something that I know we've discussed before, what about the wheel covers? Now, they've, they've done a, li- a little sort of um, I d- tribal design, how would you explain it, on the wheel cover? I thought it was quite original. It looks like they've cracked out Need for Speed Underground 2. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It does. <laughs> been like, right, decals everywhere. From the windows everywhere.
3: to the world. Did
1: that come out...
4: Did that come out before Abby was born as well? We were going to depress ourselves. <laughs> it would have. I think, I
1: think, I th- I think it was 2002. Like just after so. Two, 2002. 2002. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. I'll go check. Uh, yeah, right. it could be 49. But yeah, I, I I I quite like those, having been a Need for Speed fan. Um, all right, moving on. Um, we have got now one of what I think we'll all agree on, um, which is the Aston Martin AMR 23. This, I don't think anyone can dispute, is a gorgeous car. Anyone want to take me on on that? No? No, you're right. <laughs> Silence speaks volumes there, doesn't it it? it? it does, it does. Um, but about the changes from last year, though, anyone want to call out what the changes are? Because they're quite difficult to spot. Okay, so,
1: first of all, exposed carbon has been incorporated from day one. Last year on launch, the front wing was green. There was a lot more fluorescent yellow. I think the back wing was green as well, and you had fluorescent yellow at the top of the uh, engine cover as well. It was just there was more of it uh, in that sense. So they've kind of done away with a lot of that. There's a lot of exposed carbon at the front and the rear and the bottom of the car. Um, the Aston Martin logo is white, not fluorescent yellow. So it's a much more green and white livery than previous. And I'm kind of going back and forth as to which one I prefer. I can't quite decide. Because they've been able to incorporate exposed carbon from day one, it works better. You might have noticed last year, they cut away a lot of the paint from the back of the engine cover, and it looks really kind of not great. A few things, the Boss logo on the front wing end plate looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's a very racy um shape the the airpods uh, not the airpods airpods <laughs> like their <laughs> <laughs> yes they're not airpods <laughs> <Gee. laughs> well those things side pods yeah. i was gonna say one of the things on the side <laughs> yeah they're the side pods quite an aggressive shape so it works quite well they're key changes uh, i can immediately notice
4: my one small gripe is that i i still don't like the gcb on it like it's jcb as a brand is you know like bulldozers it's not very james bond if we're talking aston martin and also the yellow clashes with the lime yellow of aston but you know i mean it's a great looking car and it it shows that simplicity is sometimes the way forward it's it's pretty much one neon yellow
1: line on a very nicely colored car and it looks great i one point i have said and james i'm assuming you're not a nisloppy fan Uh, from real hatred of JCB. I know. Uh, Ollie's looking at me like, what are you all about? Abby, you might be getting too young to remember this,
3: but the JCB song. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, that's what I thought you were going on about, but I thought, oh, please don't, Sam. (laughs) No, I'm not going to sing it. Don't worry. But I feel
1: that this generation of car, a low line of bright colour that flows towards the back, much like you get with the Aston, like you get with the Mercedes, like you did have a couple of years ago, the AlphaTauri, I think it really, really works. It just, the way it undulates under the kind of, the side pod, it, yeah. I the think what, that's pod? how you, the side, as opposed to the AirPod. Uh, it just works for me. That that's That's the blueprint.
3: Yeah. I mean, you, you did mention Hugo Boss. Now, Hugo Boss were a Mercedes sponsor a while ago, but I also love the Boss on the wing mirrors. They look absolutely epic. Um, Abby, any thoughts, anything to add on the Aston Martin?
2: It's a gorgeous looking car. The British racing green, the fluorescent yellow. It is simple and it works. Last year, the Aston Martin was my favourite out of all the liveries. This... This one isn't quite my favourite, but it is in my top three because it is stunning.
1: Yeah, again, it's one of those. There are others that have got better. I don't think it's necessarily got worse.
2: No, it definitely hasn't got worse.
3: No. Now, one that I think everyone thinks has got better apart from me. Um, up next on the list is the McLaren. Now, this is another one that seems to be splitting opinions within the Formula Nerds team. I'll start off by saying I still don't like it. And now, this is probably tied with my worst um livery this year i i I just don't like it and the reason i don't like it is because you might think that the the team is called chrome rather than mclaren now spot where it says mclaren on the side view it it, it doesn't it says chrome that's the most visible thing um I i understand teams have to have sponsors but i feel like this has gone too far it's almost chrome racing team james i'm going to hand it over to your thoughts on on the mclaren well, I mean, on touching on that sponsor thing, I
4: think that's not rare. I mean, I don't think many teams will have their team name somewhere visible on site unless they're lacking in sponsors to the point where it looks weirdly blank without them, which I think McLaren may have been at at one point in the past. Yeah, it's a little busy. Um I, yeah, you know, Sam and I waged war about this about 12 months ago. I loved the the McLaren at the start of 2022. We spoke about this on the podcast, so we'll try not to tread over the same ground again. I do still like it. I like it a lot. It's, it's in my top half, I would say, because I personally love the Papaya and their electric blue. I think that's a combo that works. It's very Miami Dolphins. Uh, I still don't like the... Yeah, the addition of the chrome that means that there are just
1: too many colours on it, though, for me now. Yeah, I just want to go back to your point, Ollie, about having the name on the car. The car's bright orange. Do you need the name on the car?
3: Well, isn't it
1: fairly obvious that it's the McLaren
3: you say this because when James is McLaren it's the, when, the orange one when James just said I can't I, I'm not sure how many cars have their name on the side I thought have I just been a complete idiot so I did check um, Tari have the name on the side Alpine <laughs> yes, have the name I'm, on yeah. the side that's the sponsor <laughs> Alfa Romeo have the name on the side Red Bull have the name on the side McLaren don't uh, has to obviously Williams do Aston Martin do just Ferrari have the logo and Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, have the Ferrari
4: AMG. last year only had the tiny Ferrari logo on the nose. Yeah. It didn't even have Ferrari written on the rear wing. Yeah. And everyone loved it. <laughs> it's
1: a good point. Um, James is still upset 12 months on. <laughs> Go, going, going back to the McLaren, I gave it a four out of 10 last year, and someone said, that I artistically had no taste. People said I obviously had no taste. One person went as far as saying that I was colorblind. So, if I was colorblind, I wouldn't be able to notice that they've slightly refined both the papaya and the blue this year. And that has made a big difference to me. Also, they've clearly deployed the black as the secondary color and the blue as the tertiary color, which wasn't the case last year. They've made some really, really subtle changes to this livery and it's made a big difference yes it's busy but you know you need money from somewhere right but it is a lot lot nicer than last year in my view if you look they've
4: actually got a little bit of black separating the orange and the blue sorry papaya and blue everywhere they never meet i think that helps it a lot uh and yes. yeah, I mean, I think it's it's great. I think that the the grid needs that
1: colour, especially this year. Yes, and also the colour of the number on the nose is now black, not blue, and I think that makes a big difference. Also, the black is kind of a slightly off black. It's kind of got a little bit of brown in there, which again I think works.
3: I think it's shiny. Um, Abby, the resident McLaren fan, what do you what do you make of um, your favourite team's livery this year?
2: Right, so I love the team. However, this sounds laughing at me already.
3: I just love the... Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm taking names. Like
1: it, it was probably like, I'm about to completely unravel here. A- Abby, it's your
3: time.
2: So this was the livery that I was battling with as to whether to put it above Alfa Romeo. And I've actually put it below Alfa Romeo because... I like the papaya and I like the black. However, it kind of looks like a deluxe paint colour chart because there are so many different colours on there. You've got all the chrome and then the blue in the chrome is different to the blue on the car. You've then got a bit of yellow and the papaya and the red and the green and the black. And there's just too much going on. I don't, I'm not a massive lover of it. I must be honest. I love the team, but I'm not a massive lover of this livery.
3: What was that patchwork elephant called? Elmo,
1: Elmer. Elmo. I've got, I've got a big. I don't know where it's gone, but I've got a big drawing of Elmer. My dad's an artist or an art teacher, artist, and uh, he drew me a massive Elmer when I was little. That was on my wall, and it was on my wall so a few years ago. Until uh, they,
3: re- they released the McLaren. Until <laughs> they released, and I thought, no, Elmer's, you've ruined Elmer <laughs> But yeah, I see what you're, Abby. I think you've 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 verbalised it in the way I feel. So um, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the Ferrari now. I know we we have discussed this one on the show before. I love it. I like the introduction more black. I think, I just think it looks, it looks mean. And that's what you want from a racing car. It looks like, Ugh. if you know what I mean, do any of you know what I mean by when I go, it looks. Uh.
1: No, I, I think you might need to do that one more time just so we really get the essence of it.
3: No. <laughs> it's like Simba roaring is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it, it looks mean. I love it. I think it is, well, it's up there with my top. So, um, Abby, what do you make of the Ferrari?
2: It does look good. I like the mix of the red and the black. I prefer it to last year's car. It's in my top five. I prefer some others, but it is a very nice looking car and it does look very smart and very elegant.
1: That's actually a little bit controversial. I th- I thought that was a shoe in for like everyone's top three.
2: Nope, sorry, it's not.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> nope. it's... Abby's taking names again.
2: <laughs> I say it's Sit in my down. top five.
0: <laughs>
2: it just made my top five. It's number five so it's on fifth. my <laughs> list. Yeah. yeah.
4: So I I think it's on the edge of my top three it's it's third or fourth it's close on that decisive I, I like team it. we have here fourth,
1: fourth is not <laughs> in your top three
4: yeah well I haven't decided uh okay I'm supposed to have decided I, I'm torn anyway it's I think the the extra black on the is it Seva? I'm assuming it's pronounced I think that's a, a little bit clumsy between the shell and the Ray-Ban the fact that it goes like red and then there's just like a little chunk of black and then it goes back to red again Uh, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of that. I like the extra black on the actual, like towards the back of the car. I think the number is great because it's actually visible for once. Uh, Yeah, my my minor gripe is the little bit of black in the middle and also the fact
1: they've done nothing with the rims. I think in isolation, I get what you're saying. However, I think you also need to see the black on the uh, the, uh, the back of the engine cover. That brings it all together. My my it's- my my issue with the splatters of black is the one on the side of the uh, the nose. What's the long bit where they put their legs? <laughs> you know that. Bit. What but- we are Formula Nerds. <laughs> so far, we've forgotten the word for side pod <laughs> monocot wing mirror. It has been a long day. <laughs> yeah, that's my. I would have liked to have seen the Ferrari on the rear wing be yellow. But everyone wanted the car to be yellow. I would like their car to be white and blue.
4: Oh, like the the 60s or 50s mm. when it happened. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I like that the fact, yeah, sorry, just to add that they've actually permanently added the Ferrari to the back wing, which is just bizarre to me that they didn't. It just had a plain black wing last year for most of it, apart from it, the Italian Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, I think that the... the the end plates were black last year. So it kind of looks like they've just taken the black from that, inverted it, and whacked it on the middle of the side pod.
3: Mm. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next one, which is Mercedes. Um, now, this was uh, this is the one that shocked everyone, or did it because they accidentally did a trial uh, stream. Well, it was Patronus who did a trial stream on YouTube and showed <laughs> the car before the launch. Mercedes also have the least subtle
1: social media manager in the history <laughs> of social media managers. For weeks, they were banging on about black Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. And it was, so, yeah, everyone knew it was coming. Ollie, in fact, Ollie, you didn't know it was coming on the day no, of the launch. No, no, I didn't. I said, it's going to be black. And you were like, no, it's not. Yeah, I didn't think I they'd go back was. to black
3: for various reasons we won't go into. But they have gone back to black. Or 10% of it, I believe, is the estimate of how much black there is on it. The rest is uh, carbon fibre. Nevertheless, this is a beautiful-looking machine. And I haven't really seen many. I mean, there are the the idiots on, on the internet who, you know, say that, Black is white, but there are people who don't like it, but not many of them. This is a very, very good looking car. Now, my my only gripes with this um, are that the parts on the inside of the wheel that are green do not match the Patronus green or Patronus sort of aqua colour. That's really bothered me. But apart from that, I don't really have any gripes on this. This is a standard
1: part for a lot of the launches. It was green on the Alpine. Looking at this Ferrari render that I'm looking at here, it looks pretty green. It's it yellow on the Aston, though.
3: Is it yellow on the Aston? Yeah, it's red on the Haas.
1: But why would the, why would it be green on the Alpine?
3: Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, you know, race parts may be different, but that that just bothered me because they clash. Um, I do like the top that the Ineos is not completely red. They've only got a little bit of red, and they kept the Nicky Lauda star, which is possibly my favourite part of of the of the car.
4: Where is the star? Uh, I
3: would I meant to look for that. Yeah, so it's just beneath the uh, Ineos red uh,
4: air intake. You can see a little red dot. Okay, yeah. I hope above that, the I was sure it would G Be there somewhere.
3: Yeah, AMD, uh, uh, Sorry, at launch I thought they'd missed it, but they the the social media managers then brought attention to it. Trusty Mercedes social media manager.
1: <laughs> um, shall we talk? Shall we talk about the the green sixty three? Let's, let's. Shall we get the elephant out of the room? Go on then. Is that, get the elephant out of the room? That's
3: not how it works. <laughs> Let, let's
0: get, <laughs> get the elephant
3: out of oh the God. room. Or should we discuss the elephant, the elephant in, in the room? In the
0: room? <laughs> let's
3: get it out of the room. Bloody Elmer. Honestly, we started him off. Um, oh Sam, God. I'm just, yeah, you can you continue with this. Go.
1: Oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. Um... <laughs> right.
3: Right. I love the green
1: 63. I think it works wonderfully. I love how much it clashes with both the teal of Patronus and George Russell's helmet. I love it. I think it works really, really well. I like how much the yellow pops on Lewis's car. I love the green. It's bold. I've seen people actually criticising George Russell on social media for it as if it was his choice. (laughs) Do you not think he would have gone, can't I have it the same colour as my helmet? They probably didn't even ask him. It probably wasn't even, you know, you know what? He probably doesn't care. Yeah. So, so two
4: questions.
3: Yeah, I love it. I've forgotten one of them <laughs> immediately. <laughs> this is going well. It can't have been the elephant out the room, can it? But
4: go on. So, two questions. Where has the green come from? Like, Mercedes have never had green before where yeah where is that come from and two how can you like how much something clashes with something sam because
1: sometimes clashes work sometimes they don't and you know what you know where the greens come from some intern sitting in some strategy meetings gone, what if we make george's you know number green and then someone more senior turned around and said buy george
3: russell he's got it and they did it The mad bastards. They did it. Because Lewis's number is this matches his helmet, right? It, it's that fluorescent yellow, which which looks really good. Um, but yeah, George's uh, interesting, interesting decision. Um Abby, what do you make of the new the new Mercedes W 14?
2: I love it. It's I loved the black Mercedes back in 2021 and it is so much better in my opinion than last year's livery with the silver I prefer a black Mercedes it is just so nice and it just looks really sleek and the Petronas colours are really nice as well because it like matches my blind um it's just a really <laughs> nice looking car
3: So they took that into account I, ha- I have to throw this to James Sam I know you're, b- you're chomping at the bit to say something here but James came up with the best nickname for this car didn't you and I said we have to get that into the podcast so here's your moment Oh,
4: thanks for setting it up so beautifully. (laughs) Well, yeah, I I think it's fitting that, you know, everyone's saying, oh, their heritage is silver, but their heritage is silver because they stripped all the paint off the car originally. German racing colours were previously white. Uh, Yeah, and so now they've stripped it all off and down to the carbon, and so now it can be a carbon arrow instead of a silver arrow.
3: It was never the 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 black arrow, though, was not it? Back in the room. (laughs) (laughs) It was never the black arrow. Go on, Sam, what are you dying to say? People will be critical of the
1: fact that they've taken the whole exposed carbon thing to the absolute extreme. And they have. But going back to what I was saying earlier about if you're gonna do something, do it. They have fully embraced it. They thought, you know what, we're gonna just take all the pain off it. We need to save money. Or I'm need we need to save weight. I'm Sorry. sure they have saved a few quid as well, but um, <laughs> that wasn't where you were I'm going. Home base. <laughs> cost cap. Yeah, yeah. You, they break the cost cap. i be like, no, something. Yeah, but it was the paint. <laughs> you know, almost as ridiculous as. Sorry, we had to feed people. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I think I think they've fully gone for it, and it works. I expected them to
4: go because yeah with all those hints towards black i thought they were going to go back to kind of 2019 like where it went from silver to black i didn't think i will say that they were going to go full black so that was a pleasant surprise it looks so mean it's got the whole i can't wait for the first uh, mock up of it with the the empire's music from star wars yeah 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 like <laughs> i love it it's great
3: and I, and i think i love this the the, the the black more because it was you know it was part of the what, what I r- recall to be the, the most exciting point of Mercedes' uh, uh, sort of time in F1. It, it's what you see fighting with Verstappen. You know, that's what you think of. You don't think of Lewis and Nico Rosberg because it was so long ago, mainly, but they just didn't look as mean when you have that black Mercedes fighting that Red Bull. Uh, there's something so ugh about it. I th- uh, But in part, I think that's because the, the cars during that era were, looked so clumsy. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You are right. Um, Okay, so that's Mercedes. We all like that. Uh, No surprises there. And the last one we've got is the Alpine. Now, again, sort of mixed reactions to this. (laughs) There's just nothing to it, in my opinion. It's Again, it's just got that pink that shouldn't be there. They've then tried to it's basically a, a hybrid of the the pink racing point and the new the new alpine there's I'm not a fan at all um guys who who wants to take it it's rubbish.
4: <sighs> I... I don't, I don't like it, and it's let me down so hard again. Like I remember saying when we spoke about it last year, I had high hopes. I, I remember that I like that Brabham, the Damon Hill Brabham that was like blue and light blue and pink, and showed that it can work. It just doesn't. The the pink's too wishy wishy washy, and they've made it even worse than last year. They did get rid of what, like my main gripe last year, where the uh, I can't remember the the name of the sponsor, some like App Map or something that was just yeah, next yeah, to yeah. the cockpit the red uh, which was red that clashed with the pink that's gone but still somehow it's worse uh, that entire black stretch towards the back that looks like I don't know what does it look like the the bulbous random bit towards the, the engine cover <laughs>
1: It looks like a, an F3000 car from the late 90s. That's it. Yeah. The, the little kind of, um, I don't even know what they it was. They had the little like jet like, engine was turbo? kind of, yeah. yeah was it was in the Turbo or was, I don't know what it was. Uh, Maybe. I was like four. Um, I, had a, I had a video for, for that season. Um, I, I James, I think one of us might be colorblind because I think the the pink is quite bold. I know I'm. I, I know that's not how color blindness works. Before anyone oh gets good of view, you know, it um... looks kind of bold, but like when you put it on the entire car, which
4: I think is a slight improvement, that one they're going to be using a few mm. times. It's it it shows up that it's not that bold. Uh, it's VWT yeah, just to finish ping. My gripe about yeah, just to finish my gripe about the the weird <laughs> turbo bit. Then they whack the number on it, so most of the number goes over the top of it, and you can't see it. Mm-hmm. that really
3: annoys me like irrationally annoys me one, one thing i have just noticed as well they've done the wheel covers so the, the front wheels are blue and the back ones are pink i've only just noticed this it's awful okay let's let's try and be positive
1: i quite like the little turbo kind of shape thing and actually they're not alone in doing that there's a lot of cars that look like it It kind of reminds me how um some of the late 90s cars had uh, a, a bit of bodywork that would connect the rear wing from the the main chassis but i really like what they've done with the the wheel covers i think that looks quite cool where the front ones are predominantly blue with a bit of pink and the rear ones look to be predominantly pink with a little bit of blue i quite like that i think this could be a bit of a grower in terms of how people feel about this livery i don't love it i ranked it ninth out of ten but I'm trying to be positive, and also the Alpine Blue is a really nice blue. Let's face it, but they nailed it their first year as Alpine, mm. comparative to, to the later ones. And I don't like the triangular bit at the back. So I've tried to be positive, and I ended up being negative. It's
3: <laughs> it's not as nice as last year's car. Uh, well, That's, Abby is Abby. Is it a shower or is it a grower? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I
2: didn't like last year's car at the beginning. That was my worst. But then when it was on track, I liked it a bit more. But this year, I just I don't like the pink. And I I really don't like the all pink Alpine, which they're running in the first three races. I prefer the blue and the pink, but it's still not that nice to look at for me. Just the blue and the pink, the clash. I just don't like it. But I do like the um, sponsor plug on the inside of the end plate on the front wing because it looks like a little smiley face.
4: That's adorable. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take us back down to being grumpy old men again because uh, I just remembered another thing that annoys me about it, which is that the BWT <laughs> blue doesn't match the Alpine blue. Uh, and I feel like. Or in, you your eye out. Oh my yeah, God, it like. Doesn't. They, they could have, you know, they've taken half the damn car and made it pink for their own benefit. They could have at least, you know, slightly lightened the blue of their logo to make it match. I'm with Sam and not Ollie on the uh, rims. I think they're kind of cool, but I don't like the triangles.
3: Okay, so that's our rundown of the F1 liveries for 2023. Now, we did get the opportunity to speak to Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, and Mick Schumacher at the Mercedes launch this week. Here, is what they had to say. Hi Lewis, it's Oli from Formula Nerds. Um, it's your 17th season in Formula 1. Now, you've achieved more than any or many people thought was even possible in the sport. Do you still feel that level of excitement and passion for F1 like you did
0: in your first season? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say that that's been the case like every single season. and um, But... As I said, I had this this, this great uh, break, and can't remember the last time I felt as excited to get in the car to, to even test, like I've done two test days already before this day, which I never do, so. <laughs> um, tire tests at that, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, I feel I feel reinvigorated, really excited to work with the team. It's been great to see just how focused everybody is, how um, pumped everyone is, it's been, obviously I saw the car in the wind tunnel in in December. And then just, as I said, this week is the most exciting week when you see all these pieces come together and then the car just looks streamlined. It looks, you can see it's an evolution when you have the meeting and they take you, you know, with the 40 engineers or 40-50 engineers and they take you through what they've done, why they've done it. And what we're hoping to get from it. It's like you've got it's like Christmas. You're just waiting to be able to open your present and get in. So um yeah. And it's another season. I feel I feel physically I feel great. i am very much focused on on trying to raise the bar in that area. And um, yeah, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a challenge I and mean, that's what I live for. Thank you. Hey George, how are you? Very good yourself? Good, thank you
3: um i just wanted to ask obviously uh, you did um have a bit of a good experience with the w13 last year and um i just wanted to know if you then developed a, a good luck ritual after your win in brazil and if you're going to be taking that forward <laughs> in no no not at all i
0: don't really believe in, in any of that um i'm trying to think right now if there was anything spectacular that happened uh let's say that weekend off track that uh, I mean, it maybe needs to, to carry forward. But the only thing I remember is I had a really good night's sleep on the a Saturday night. So um, that's all marketing. Exactly. Less marketing, less markets. <laughs> um, but no, no, not really.
1: Not really. Hi, Mick. I uh, hope you're well. Um, how important do you feel that this season and this step is for you and your career?
0: Well, I I mean, it's it's definitely a privilege being part of Mercedes. Um, But you know, more than that, it's it's also a place where I always felt at home. So uh, you know, it is a it is um, maybe not in in terms of racing, uh, you know, like the the step that I wanted. But I think that definitely, in many ways, it is it is another way of improving my driving and, and improving myself as a racing driver. So. Um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll hopefully be as, as much of a help to the team, but uh, I'm sure that, you know, with everything that the team has done in the past, but also with all the experience they have, I'll be able to lot of that for myself. So uh, to grow as, as a driver and as a driver. All
3: right. So to finish the show, what I think we should do, guys, is give our top three liveries in order and then... Name who you think is the worst. So, Sam, I'm going to start with you because our listeners may have already read it Um, if they go to FormulaNose.com and read all of the amazing pieces of work that we do. But give us your top three and then who you thought had the worst livery.
1: Okay, so top three. Between two and three, I was umming umming and ring, but I've gone for Aston Martin in third place. In second, I've gone for Ferrari. There's so no real surprises there. And my favourite livery of the year is obviously the Mercedes. I feel like I'm going to start a bit of a trend here. And my least favourite, uh, it wasn't even that close, to be honest. Uh, it was the Aftari. I just
3: can't get on with it. All right. Thank you, Sam. Um, Abby, I'm going to throw it to you next. So your top three and your least favourite livery.
2: My least favourite is the same as Sam's, Alpha Dowery. I don't particularly like that compared to all the others. My one in third is Aston Martin, much like Sam. But my second favourite livery is actually Williams. And then Mercedes is my ultimate favourite.
3: Okay, all right. And uh, James McKenzie, before I do mine.
4: I'm I'm just going to say the same as Abby. I mean, you may as well carry on. Uh, I was a bit more torn between the Alpine and the Alpha Tauri. I was leaning towards the Alfa Tauri, maybe for the sake of variety, very, very slight variety. I'm going to amend it and say Alpine's my worst, and I'll chuck the Ferrari into third rather than the Aston, because Williams is second.
3: Okay. All right. Well, uh, yes, my least favorite was the Alpine. Um, My third favorite was Williams. My second favorite was the Ferrari. And my first was a unanimous decision for the Mercedes W14. So listen, let us know what you think. Email us, info at formulaners.com. Tell us if we're completely wrong, if we're barking up the wrong tree, or more preferably, tell us if you agree with us. So F1 starts this week coming. Now, this is very exciting. It's been far too long since we've seen an F1 car going around a track. Sam, tell us the testing schedule for the week.
1: So the testing schedule for the week is F1 is back in Bahrain, uh, where they tend to go for for testing these days. Poor Barcelona. It's a, a thing of old. But yes, F1 is back in Bahrain ahead of the first round, which is obviously in Bahrain, and that is kicking off on Thursday, the 23rd of February. It's a three-day test. If you're in the UK, that test runs daily from 7am till 4:30pm, and I actually think this year, to uh, to return to how they used to do things, it is being broadcast. I believe it's on Sky Sports F1. So, if you want to uh, check that out, you can do. All you need is a Sky subscription. And yeah. I don't work for Sky.
3: And use promo code. No, we don't have one. We do not work for Sky. We are not affiliated with Sky. But that's where you can see it. Um, and on the 24th, we've got something else coming out, which is rather exciting. Abby, what a, what, what can we watch on the 24th?
2: You can watch 10 episodes of Drive to Survive Season 5 following the 2022 F1 season.
3: So next Sunday, we are going to be back with our 2023 season predictions. So we will have seen some testing and we're going to tell you what we think the season is going to look like. But before then, James, we do have another podcast coming out.
4: We do, as ever. We'll update you on all the news it's from the last few days and the next few days on News from the Nerds
3: on Wednesday so we hope you've enjoyed the show let us know what you think and we will be back next week thank you very much abby
2: thank you for having me it's been a really fun show to record
3: thank you very much james mckenzie thank you merci (laughs) and um sam do you have a do you have an outro for
2: us
1: (laughs) the time has come to end the cut the race show No, I'm not going to do it in full. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for having
3: me. It's been a pleasure as always. I thought you were going to go for for it. Um, By the way, if you you haven't heard the end of the news podcast where Sam wrote a poem for the outro, go and listen to it. It's the last one we did. Um, But until then, we will see you next week. Goodbye. You're You're listening to the Cut to the Race podcast. It's lights out and away we go.